Yesterday, busy week, we've got Heroes Breakfast. If you're a veteran, as we broadcast live from Scramblers, uh, this Friday, 6, 8, and 9, 8, you're going to get free breakfast. That thanks to Scramblers, Air Services, Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, Electrical, uh, Delta Roofing, and Serenity Honors. And then we are going to spend the day out and about, as we do once a year, hitting the area local businesses uh, and being introduced to uh, different Christmas gift ideas. It's that time of year. You're starting to feel crunch time. Thanksgiving's over. Oh, what am I going to get this person? Ah, this is the hardest person to buy for. And and then a lot of us, we just don't have the time to go just shopping, just shopping. Well, I'm just going to spend a day or two out shopping. We don't have time for that. So uh, we're going to bring you the – we're going to you know bring it to you. So you listen throughout the day, and every hour we'll uh, break in to uh, – during commercial breaks – and uh, once an hour and spend a few minutes with the the owner of a local business talking about some of the Christmas offerings they have highlighting one gift in particular. We'll also do Facebook Live from each of those locations. And then we have our happy hour at Retro Metro. And the item that is highlighted at each stop, we will have all of those items and one of you will win it just for coming out. Oh, I don't think I told you this. And this is something tiny, Chef Tiny. Um, said, hey, you may want to mention this. Uh, we So Friday, Retro Metro will be opening for our event. They're actually closed that day. And I mentioned this, and Chef Tiny wanted me to mention it. Uh, so if you pulled up and, and maybe you get there a bit early, 345 or so, and you're like, it doesn't look like anyone's here. That's because it is closed to the public for that day, but opening for us. Ooh, we yeah. are exclusive. We are very exclusive. And actually, later in the evening, I think they have some um, private event that's going on as well. Uh, that I think they're prepping for that at some... Is that annual- the, uh, the Santa thing that they are doing? No, I don't think so. I follow them on Facebook. Yeah, so and do they I. Do like a a breakfast or a lunch with Santa. Yeah, this is. I think it's some association. Maybe it's a Christmas gotcha. event, or, or I, I don't know the details. I know that it sounds like it was pretty. Ext- quite a few people are going to be there, and they're going to be prepping for it throughout the day. Uh, so we just wanted to make sure that you know when you show up. Again, if you are there a little bit before four and you think, uh, where, what's going on? Usually when we get here, there are people here. Uh, they will be closed up until our event starting at four o'clock on Friday. Got the place to ourselves, yo. Party. Not a party. You know, there'll be some unsuspecting non-KSGF listeners that are just saying, oh, well, let's stop by there and have something to eat. And, and uh, boy, aren't they going to be in for a treat. They're going to give them the old what for. They are going to get the old what for. They're going to see how Christmas party is supposed to be. Are, <laughs> are you wearing? Now, last year we wore Christmas sweaters. 
You uh, recall? You recall? Yes, I do. So, I finally got to wear one of the numerous Christmas sweaters I get for my mother-in-law every year. I was thinking about just wearing the last one uh, that I got last year. So now I feel like I need to go and buy a new one. Uh, well, I have. I know at least one that's never been worn. If you want, I'm wearing the shirt that you got me for last Christmas. Oh, good. I'm going to wear that because it, there aren't that many opportunities for me to wear it. I wore it Christmas morning last year. <laughs> or no, no, because didn't it come after Christmas? Did it come? I wore I, it. I hand delivered that to you. Okay, yes. that's right, because I wanted it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait. That's So I, I remember wearing it one day and thinking, I, I don't want to wear it outside of the season because I just love it so much. I don't want to lose the magic of it. And uh, I'm excited. I'm going to wear it to our Christmas party for work. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> and then I'm going to wear it for the Friday uh, Retro Metro Happy Hour Christmas thing that we're having with all the all of you all. Uh, and then I'm going to wear it Christmas morning at least. Nice. So those are the events. And you'll get to see the shirt. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but uh, you shall see it when you show up for our event. Okay. That was a lot of stuff. That was a lot of stuff. Already already. All done. of that can be found at ksgf.com. Boom. Except our company Christmas party. You're not invited to that. <laughs> no, unless you work that, for us. Yes, this is very true. Uh, all right. As expected, as predicted, as we have talked about, Hamas is uh, utilizing the pressured, quote, ceasefire put upon Israel in order to um, oh, build up so that they can once again at some point launch another terrorist attack. And they are they're dragging it out, getting as much out of it as possible. Some of the hostages, including children that were part of the agreed-upon release, they can't find them. Yes, they've misplaced them with, they believe, other terrorist organizations. Now, isn't that swell? So that just buys the... Every move they make is a move to further their ability to wipe out Israel. And unfortunately, the international community is on board. And you have people like Bernie Sanders, and he's not the only one, that are literally using the talking points of... Hamas in order to try and get the country of Israel to stand down, allow Hamas to recoup so that eventually, once they are ready, launch another October 7th terrorist attack. And once again, just it's repeat, repeat, repeat. This is the same pattern over and over and over again. And the exhaustion of watching people pressure Israel into succumbing to the Charlie Brown-Lucy football scenario, where you have the terrorist attack launched, kill as many and kidnap as many innocent civilians as possible, then hide under the tunnels, under hospitals, under schools, using women and children as human shields. Then, when Israel counterattacks as an effort of defending itself, they use the, the, the targeting of the terrorist. Uh, as propaganda to claim that Israel's taking out hospitals and killing civilians so that people like Bernie Sanders in the media and large swaths of the Democrat Party will come out and tell Israel, stop, 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 stop. And then the terrorists say, oh, we need humanitarian aid, which, of course, we all know they use for themselves. They have stockpiles of fuel, stockpiles. 
massive amounts of fuel that would be enough to keep the hospitals going almost indefinitely. And instead, they say, no, we need fuel for hospitals, knowing full well, once again, everyone will jump all over Israel. And and then and, and Hamas comes out with these absurd numbers. And there's a really good piece I want to share with you coming up uh, about these numbers and how it is that the media is falsely using numbers. Oh, women and children, women and children, women and children. But then you get people like Bernie Sanders out there using Hamas talking points. Why Israel doesn't have a right to kill 12,000 civilians. That's what he's out there saying. They could not ask for better spokespersons than people like Bernie Sanders because he's doing exactly what they want him to do. And this isn't anything new. This is a cycle that if Hamas is not completely eliminated, we will once again be sitting here having this conversation, perhaps six months down the road, perhaps six years down the road, maybe 20 years down the road. And it is going to be the exact same thing. And this the killing of innocent people, the kidnapping of innocent people, the torture, the rape, the mutilations of innocent people will not stop as long as Hamas exists. It will not stop. So as long as this drawing out that is forced upon Israel continues, the more people that are going to die. While they're running around touting, oh yes, we saved 11 hostages here and 10 hostages there, which I'm not saying isn't a noble cause. But we have to understand that can equal a thousand future innocent people that are slaughtered. If we're going to talk about the numbers here, if we're going to play the, well, every life saved is a sacred life, one must understand one life, and this is how we know that it works with these terrorist organizations, one life that is saved today equals numerous future victims of Hamas. That's just a reality. It's not a fun reality. And that reality is one that is reflective of sometimes there is no good option. As human beings, we like to believe that there is an answer to all problems that is simple and that means nothing bad happens. But sometimes we are dealt with and oftentimes we facilitate this reality uh, and, and the dealing of or with Hamas in the way that the international community has has led us to this point over and over and over again. But there isn't a good solution. We either say, nope, we're not going to let you use those individuals, those innocent human beings any longer for negotiating tactics. That is not going to work any longer. And that is a horrific, horrific, horrific decision I have to make, knowing what it is those people are going through. But the other option is to do what we're doing, And recognize that that means more expanding on deaths in the future. Because Hamas will continue to exist. And as we speak, it is building up, becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. Latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. 
A Lebanon man sentenced to 21 years in prison for lighting a house on fire and burglarizing another. Prosecutors say Rennie Harvey Jr. visited a woman's home in March to ask about a trailer that was on her property before he went to prison for a 1996 murder. She left to get help and came back to find her house on fire. The Clay County deputies eventually found Harvey and arrested him for a separate burglary that happened earlier in the month. A lot of people now have packages on the way to their homes after Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and SPD is reminding everyone that it is the season for porch pirates. Missouri ranks 10th in the U.S. for porch pirate thefts, according to the FBI. The Springfield Police Department advocates for homeowners to have cameras and motion sensor light. The department is also reminding homeowners about its security camera registration program, which could help your neighbors if a porch pirate does strike. From Color 10 News, I'm Angela Luna. I cannot believe that given the years the term porch pirate has become synonymous with people stealing packages off of other people's porches. There has not been one thief with a sense of humor enough to wear an eye patch. (laughs) I I mean, not one. There's not one video of somebody showing up with a headscarf and then, and the, the parrot on their shoulder, perhaps a peg leg real or otherwise an eye patch and, and just hobble on up there with a sword and and take it and just play off of that thinking this will surely go viral now i you're telling me not one single person i tell you the 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 effort that goes into thievery today it's just a shame there's there's so little of it springfield's talk 1041 i'm nick read the latest traffic oh did you know that i accidentally you, you did not plan on the bumper music turning Christmas till Friday. No, I did not. So this is my fault. I forgot did to you re-export you. the log? I re-exported the logs yeah. because, well, I re-exported the logs to accommodate your request for the farm report Which at 520. you accidentally messed up because I had audio in all of those spots and all of the audio was gone. Well, you so had, me, you had me create a different one for every day. So no, I, I had them created already. Then what did you need me to do? To put them, like, permanently in the log. Well, I didn't know where they were to put them in. How am I going to know where they like are? We fight like an old married couple, don't we? <laughs> like, I'm going to have any idea where they are to find to put All them in there? All you had to do was look up the name. I didn't know what the name was. It's Farm Report. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, well, you could have put them in. I thought you needed them created, and, no. well, I don't know what you needed me to do that for. I just needed you to, well, oh, because man. I needed help, because I was very busy. Doing the 9,000 things that we have for this week. I'm done talking about this. Okay, fine. You know what? (laughs) We're on Facebook Live. (laughs) You want to see somebody dolled herself up today? I did. Me. I was talking about me. Oh. No. Well, you referred to yourself as a she? Tuesdays, maybe. Hmm. People are all... I don't know, Nick Reed. People are all... Do you watch Doctor Who? Mm-mm, no. I actually have this story. It's funny you mentioned the the pronoun thing. So doc, I don't ever watch it uh, either, but it's getting mocked because there is, I, I suppose, there's a storyline or a scene where I'm not going to be able to find it in the stack here, but uh, where they come into contact with an alien race and part of the exchange is asking the alien race what their pronouns are. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. Doctor Who mocked for asking alien character its pronouns. <laughs> Doctor Who, uh, let's see, Disney Plus, dedicated three recent episodes to its 60th anniversary. In the episode that aired Saturday, an alien life form named The Meep. 
M-E-E-P, provoked a discussion about gender pronouns. The doctor says at one point, yes, the meep, I promised I can help him to get home. To which the doctor's non-binary sidekick asked, you're assuming he as a pronoun? Uh, uh, to which the doctor replied, true, yes, sorry, that's a good point. Are you he, she, or they? The meep replies, my chosen pronoun is the definite article. I am always the meep. <laughs> Can you it? Like, I'm telling you. They just force <laughs> that stuff in, don't they? Ugh. They can't help themselves. It's the same thing with kids and, you know, in the gender ideology stuff. These people are, they are obsessed. They wake up thinking about this stuff. They, they, I, you got to give them this. They're dedicated. Now, I don't know, I mean, serial killers are dedicated as well. So simply because you're dedicated, it does not mean that that is a positive thing. Uh, they, they are dedicated and uh, that's the most generous description I can use. They're obsessed. They are absolutely obsessed. This is what they eat. This is what they drink. This is what they breathe. And they they cannot help themselves. They, they, it, there is a psychological issue there with some of these people that they are obsessed with cramming their beliefs down everyone else's throat and demanding total and complete uh, compliance in doing so. And I... I'm a believer that perhaps all of this talk and the revelations that we are perhaps, you know, alien life is becoming more and more willing to be discovered, if you will. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, whatever it is, alien life, uh, interdimensional angels, green creatures from a, that this isn't a bad time for them to cut if because they're just they've got to be watching if they're observing. Think what what has happened? Like most most living creatures evolve for the positive. It seems. I mean, I'm not a total expert in this field, but but anytime we hear about evolution, the evolution of things, it is an adaptation in order to better survive. And as human beings, we, to a large degree, appeared to do that until, I don't know, maybe 40 years ago. And then it just is as if every alteration to the way that we operate has not been to the benefit of humanity. It has been this backslide of a tremendous... Uh, uh, proportion and these the things that that we are forced to endure from people that once upon a time and, and if you think about this depending on your age you may know this before these people had the internet as a megaphone the individuals that we hear from today that are the pronouns, for example. These were the people that stood on the street corners yelling nonsense and were ignored by people as, as oh, well, they're crazy. Just don't look at them. Just just walk by. They're harmless. They're not going to do anything. Uh, but that's that's who these people were. They were relegated to these isolated areas in which people ignored them. When I was a kid, I remember, some of you also may remember this, depending on where you grew up or lived, but there were, the, there were these railroad tracks that go, it's just off of the, if I remember right, the sort of the downtown area of Lebanon. 
And there was a guy who would stand there by the railroad tracks, and he would direct traffic across the railroad tracks. There, the, he, he had mental issues. Um, and uh, that he thought that he was a conductor or something. I don't know. But everyone knew who this individual was. And he was said to talk nonsense, uh, obviously, about you know being in charge of the trains and so forth. Uh, and everyone recognized that. But everyone also recognized, well... Yeah, that doesn't mean he's actually in charge of it. But, okay, he wants to believe that. Fine. What harm is he doing? With the Internet, what has occurred is these people would go online and realize that there are others of them out there. Okay? And those others out there would validate them. And give them a voice and tell them, oh, you're right. I can't believe there are other people out here who believe these things and so forth and so forth and so forth. And they they build up and become a much, much, much louder voice than what they actually are. And with leftists in the media and activists and this dedication that they have into cramming their beliefs down people's throat have 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 turned into this monster in which these people are now there. They are not only listened to, but they're deferred to by one political party in particular. Social media, a lot of corporations. And somebody that 40 years ago would have been talking about, well, my pronoun is they, would have been standing on a street corner with a cardboard sign declaring my pronoun is they. And whenever you'd be driving by and the kids would say, what does that mean? Uh, the mom or dad would say, oh, you know, he's harmless. There's just uh, he's there's something not quite right with him. Uh, but, he, you know, he doesn't do any harm. And 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 that would be the end of it. Oh, now these people are given professorships. These people are given uh, uh, platforms, and, and and they are. Uh, there's a default to them. Like these people are the experts. That that it's again not an evolution. It's this deterioration of the evolution of humanity. If you are an outside observer, you must really scratch your head and think this is interesting because all other living creatures that we watch and study continue to evolve to better adapt for survivability purposes. Yet the human race seems to, over the last several generations, to be going backwards for some reason. And it's an interesting, interesting um, departure if you will, from all other living creatures, as best as I can tell. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. All right, we're going to here in mm, about 90 seconds head over to the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Marshall, we will get to you. The number is easily found in your app. I'm not even going to give the number anymore. We are, did I mention we're getting new apps? 
Did I mention that? At some point. I'm so excited. I'm excited about it, too. You know all of the frustration that all of you feel about our app? We also feel that probably times, times 10. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited. 447-KSGF. That, of course, is the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. But right now, and the, and the app does allows you to stream very easily and also easily text the uh, studio. So uh, we will get to you in just about 90 seconds. Traffic update. I'm Nick. We are several weeks away from Christmas. You're going to be traveling. Book your appointment now to get your vehicle in. A1 Custom Car Care. Maybe uh, it's just an oil change. Whatever it is. Um, while you're in there, make sure that you're ready for winter. The difficulty in turning that battery over as things get colder. When they get real cold, uh, just like your body, it can have a negative effect, negative impact on your fluids, on your belts, on your hoses, and it could be what pushes it over the edge of bursting or breaking, none of which is a good thing. So it's great. In fact, I've got my serpentine belt. Last time I was in, they're like, hey, it probably could. You're going to be, you know, it's not horrible, but it is one of those things that uh, you probably could have replaced. And I didn't have time uh, then because I just had a prior engagement. Uh, and so I've got to make an appointment and have that done. It's just you know, a recommendation for you. Better safe than sorry. And, and much better to not be broken down on the side of the road Christmas Eve as you're driving to grandma's house. Um, you know, that's just you, you don't want that if you can avoid it. A1 custom car care for all of your car care needs. First alert forecast from Color 10. Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 47 today. Clear 33 tonight. Sunshine with a high of 59 tomorrow. Fairgrove. Marshall, welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Nick. You were mentioning earlier about uh, society devolving, and there's a movie that they put out. It's a comedy. It's called Idiocracy. Right. If, yeah. if you haven't seen it, it's, it is hilarious, but sadly true in many respects. Uh, and then uh, last night I get off work, I come home, I get my taxes, and I'm sure a lot of people out there are getting mm, I, their yeah, taxes. I haven't opened mine yet. <laughs> Yeah, be scared because everything has went up. And I wish that they would have done this prior to uh, Black Friday for many of us uh, citizens out there so that we would know how horrible it was going to be because it's bad. In fact, uh, when I added it up and then I looked at a recent purchase, I purchased some property recently, uh, undeveloped, of course. Uh, but my taxes were just a few hundred dollars difference from what I've bought three quarters of an acre for. And I thought, my gosh, this is ridiculous. Um, I don't know how people are going to manage, but I know we all want to do things for our loved ones, but kind of keep a eyeball on your finances. Don't get yourself in a jam. Well, because fact, your loved ones wouldn't want that. So something that we're, we are going to talk about later, which is, we often revisit it because it is there's there's new addition to it every day virtually and that is this disinformation campaign that the Biden administration is pushing the campaign that uh you just don't know that you have it good things are better you just don't know it the washington post and, and marshall thanks for the call the washington post has a piece and the piece is launching from a TikTok video that a guy made. It was just 15 seconds, if that long. And he had stopped at a McDonald's in Idaho, I believe it was. And there was a limited time burger 
deal. And so he, he got the quote, I don't even know if they call it a value meal any longer, but it was the burger, which was a limited edition and a large fry and large Sprite. And it was af- it was $15 and some change. Then after government took their pull, uh, it was over $16. And just noting, I mean, these things at once upon a time, some of us remember all of the value meal items at McDonald's were two ninety nine, but you know somewhere at least in the ballpark five dollars or under. All of a sudden, you know, well, it's a specialty one still sixteen dollars. I mean, sixteen dollars drive through fast food, and the Washington Post piece is launching off of the the disconnect between the Biden administration and the Democrats, and the American people when it comes to the economy and their view of the economy, at least as they're presenting it, and I think some of it is genuine, is based off of charts, statistics, and numbers. Well, this is doing this, so you should be happy. Well, this is doing that, and it's disconnected from humanity. For people... You and me, what matters is how much things cost. And that matters because the, and I'm talking about everyday items like food and housing, maybe some recreational things. You want to take your kids to the movies, go to a park, uh, you know, an amusement park or and particularly the Washington elite, and th- those things don't impact them. So to them, when the cost of milk goes up 40% over a couple of years and the cost of a car payment goes up 65% over or what, you know, all of these, that they don't feel that. So... I think they really genuinely can't figure out oftentimes why you just don't get it. See, they're not the ones who have to get it. That's their lack of perception. They don't think to themselves, okay, well, we need to figure out why it is that we're disconnected from what Americans are going through. No, what they struggle with is why don't you just understand that according to their definition of a good economy, you're doing better than you think you are. The The piece that the Washington Post has on this, uh, it, it um, you know, notes the, the frustration that is there and the, like I said, the, the disconnect. And it also does note that there are some Democrats who realize and wish that the the Biden administration would quit trying to tell people you have it good. And the reason is because, and this is something I have argued for ever since the Biden economy started to kick in, they are going to make things worse because the only thing you can do to make an unhappy customer if you want to look at us as customers of their messaging, the only thing that, that you can do to make an unhappy customer more unhappy is tell them that they shouldn't be unhappy. I, we've all been through this. You call 
because of a problem with your bill or your cable, inter- your internet's not working, or you were shipped a package that was broken. And of course, no- nobody's ever happy when something doesn't go their way, but you call and your hope is that they're one, you genuinely, they are upset that you did not receive the service that you wanted and then they want to fix it. But if instead you call and they tell you, well, you should be happy with what you have and you don't understand that, um, you know, you have it as as good as you actually do have it and just insist that you're wrong. Well, clearly that's going to make you more aggravated. And that's what some Democrats are realizing quietly uh, towards, you know, they anonymously talk to the Washington Post for this article, and they're saying it other places as well. It's why they wish that the, that the Biden administration would shut their mouths and quit trying to run around telling everyone, quit complaining because you just don't understand. And, and the only responsibility they take is, well, we're just not explaining it to you well enough. I think how condescending that is. Yellen, uh, I believe it was last weekend, has um, regurgitated that position that we're hearing from some in the Biden campaign is, well, no, it's our fault because we're not explaining it. Well, it's our job to make sure you understand. See, they have failed us because they are so brilliant and we're so ignorant. It's really incumbent upon them to figure out how to break it down for us that we have it as good as we do. That's their position. And they openly say it. And, and it does give you insight into their perspective of the average American. A bunch of ungrateful idiots that cause them the great difficulty of figuring out how it is that they can articulate it and break it down in a manner that you can understand. Because clearly you haven't picked up on it yet. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. We're on Facebook Live. You can find us 1041 Nick Reed. That's sponsored by Springfield Raps. The American Transmissions Talk a Text Line 447 KSGF to Walter in Springfield. Welcome. Thanks for holding, Walter. Good morning. Yeah. Um, just uh, hope I don't get criticized by the White House for telling the truth. Uh, I used to eat at McDonald's. Every morning on my way to work, the same number two value meal with a medium Coke, $4.32. It is now, under Biden economics, I don't know how great I have it, $7.76. It's gone up $2.40. It's gone up 50% under his economic plans. I don't know how much more of this good economy I can take. And the guy on the real estate property taxes, I'm paying 18% sales tax on my house in the property tax wall. And, you know, they just keep on raising it. Yeah, the hits. Keep on raising yeah. it. And if you if you protest it, good luck there. The last time I was in there protesting it, the guy says, well, what would you sell it for? He says, well, I don't want to sell it. I, I like where I live. You know, live there for 38 years. I'd like to die there. Of course, they want to starve me to death there. But finally, I asked the guy, because he kept saying, what do you, what do you, 
what would you sell something you love for? I said, what would you sell your wife for? He said, what? I'd never sell my wife. I said, well, I, I planned on never selling my house, but they are taxing me out of my house. I no longer can afford it. And I, I don't know where it's going to end, but I know it's going to end poorly. The, but, the, uh, the, you know. the, only, the only sympathy that's really ever expressed from government in terms of taxes is if they may have to go without some of your paycheck. And, and you, you hear it. Now, for example, your situation, and, and I know so many of you are listening, you get those property taxes and the reassessments, and, and it always goes up, up, up. And the attitude is is generally dismissive. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of lip service, but we, I think, incorrectly or correctly rather, infer that like, well, you know, nothing we can do. Sorry, and it's this you'll figure it out attitude. But man, if you don't give them a one quarter of a one cent sales tax increase or what, it's the end of the world. Like that, they, they can. You are expected at any given moment to give up uh, uh, additional money out of your revenue. But if you talk about, we're not even talking about cutting theirs, but just fail to increase at their any given request, the sky's going to fall. The world as we know it's going to collapse. All of these horrible things are going to happen. And I think that's very telling. I think we should learn from that. Their their perspective and we're we're sugar daddies to them. Nothing else. We are simply a revenue source, and you really understand that when you recognize their behavior, their attitudes towards taxpayers that are saying, "I don't know how I can afford this," and the dismissive nature of it. Well, it's only uh, $7 for every $100,000, you know, that sort of thing. But if you dare say, okay, well, how about you lose $7 of a $100,000 assessed value or whatever the formula is? Oh, well, you are, we're going to have to cut services. We can't do that. You don't understand. Oh, okay. It gives you insight into where we are in the hierarchy. We work for them. That, that's that's all we are. We are a revenue source that should get up, go to work, so that they can get money out of us that they usually use in a way to essentially buy votes of people who don't produce. Promising them things. Oh, vote for me, I'll give you. Vote for me, we'll give you this. Vote. I mean, look at look at the Democrats when it came to Georgia in the special election. Joe Biden just flat out told him. You elect Warnock, you give Democrats a Senate, I'm going to send a $2,000 check to every one of you. Just flat out offering to give them $2,000 a piece, which they brought down to 1600 of working person's tax dollars in exchange for a vote. Once upon a time, they at least tried to couch the purchasing of votes and a more delicate manner, but now they just flat out. 
It killed me because this is the same party that accused. Remember when Michael Bloomberg, he got into the presidential race for the nomination. And because he was buying a lot of ads, all of the Democrats on stage were saying, well, he's just trying to buy votes. He's not buying votes. He's buying a lot of ads. Buying votes is telling people, if you get this person in an office, then you will get a $2,000 check. That's buying votes. Okay. We're going to take a break. We've got more to come this morning. And if you happen to miss any of it, don't worry, because we do have it in the on-demand section at KSGF.com and the KSGF app. I'm Nick Reed. It's not our fault that ad played twice, by the way. It was sent that way as one ad. Aller Building Company, Golden Weaver, new subdivision, Woodvale subdivision, 1,700 to 3,100 square feet, three to five bedroom homes. Last night I was having a conversation with a, a coworker just about the cost of homes. And that's a conversation that we're all having about how much more difficult it is uh, in our daily lives as American citizens over the last several years with the Biden economy and just interest rates and so forth. But if you know where to look, there are areas that you can still find a deal, if you will. There are builder incentives in that Aller Building Company development that can help offset the higher interest rate. And then the brilliant part of it is, of course, uh, should Trump or some whomever get back in office and start with the economic policies to rein things in that once again benefit the American people, then you can refinance and get the lower interest rates. So you get builder incentives now, lower interest rates le- uh, later. It's something that you ought to explore if you've thought about purchasing a new home. And new by that, I mean those of you who want a brand new home. And that's what uh, you can get with Aller Building Company, their showroom floor, to pick out all the things that make the house a home. Aller is spelled O-L-L-E-R, and you can find them under Nick's endorsements at KSGF. A town hall has an interesting tidbit of information. The one American that was uh, uh, released by Hamas evidently has a family member that bought art from Hunter Biden. Interesting coincidence, I'm 